0: Good evening, you semi-incestuous, sexually frustrated cowboys. My name is Trevor.
1: And my name is Rachel.
0: And you're listening to The Smutcast. You're purveyors of filth and degeneracy.
1: And low-key incestuous activity. (laughs) More high key
0: incestuous. It's, activity. it's pretty high key. So this week we did A Wanton Woman, Mail Order Bride of Slate Springs, Book One by Vanessa oh, yes. Vale, who I still think has a very comic booky name, and I'm quite fond of it.
1: I like to picture her as, yeah, like a comic book hero in the style of Miss Marvel or.
0: Except that all she does is write incestuous cowboy fic,
1: yeah. incestuous
0: cowboy menage fic. You know, last week I was I was advocating for the dicks touching, and then I realized as I was reading, man, I really hope that the dicks don't touch. I know, this is it's really like a weird. be careful
1: what you wish for situation. <laughs> this is w-
0: way weirder than I feared it would be.
1: We are not really here for it, but we are here to talk about it. Yeah, that's fair. How uh, how you doing, Rachel? You know, I'm just trying to get through this modern day dystopia one day at a time. I know how you feel. Uh,
0: what have uh, what have you been up to since we recorded last?
1: Oh, you know, uh, trying not to pull my hair out by reading the news, trying to resist in any small way possible. Admirable goals. Yeah, by the way, listeners, we're not here for Trump. We're just not. Mm, no. If that polarizes any of y'all.
0: What, you, are, you do- of what are you
1: doing here? <laughs> any of like the members of our friend circle listening to this, uh, this podcast?
0: <laughs> like if you've somehow managed to stumble across this podcast and like it's... Just as a note, it's run by like a gay guy and a queer woman, and we're both feminist identified. Like we're the we're the veritable uh, dictionary definition of SJW. So. Steve
1: Bannon hates people like us, uh, and yeah. we hate people like Steve Bannon.
0: That's very true.
1: But anyway,
0: uh, we yeah didn't. no, it's a fucking nightmare, and I. Uh, Frequently lose sleep over it and and other things. Like I'm really tired right now, but that's my see, own. It's I'm committing. like real
1: mad and real energized all the time right now. But it is only like week one and a half, so we'll see how that goes. But <laughs> if you're out there feeling the same way, we got you, fam.
0: Yeah, yeah. We are here.
1: To We're here to take your mind off of things. To with some... wrap
0: you in a beautiful smut cocoon yes. for just a little while. Oh yes, it's We're doing very work. sticky. No,
1: <laughs> oh, it's sticky, not as sticky as some of the previous volumes. I don't think do you think it was that sticky?
0: This one how visceral was this? do you think i mean how do you mean how visceral was my reaction
1: to this? Well, I think that's a different conversation yeah uh, just in, in in terms of the volume of fluids that we're oh wow uh,
0: how how many actual fluids no there's there's very little There's description a moderate of fluids, amount of fluids, but yeah. it wasn't
1: like it wasn't on the level of some of. No. Some of our previous—I uh, I don't even think the word tragic. gushing came up, not even once. No, there was some grossness that I did uh, take very careful note of, but God bless you. No, no gushing, no, uh, no like extreme amounts of semen, like. Lovingly described, which I was <laughs> no no about. no
0: turkey no Thanksgiving turkeys no. stuffed with with mango. Oh,
1: never forget.
0: Never forget. I'm going to get that tattooed on me somewhere. What turkey uh,
1: basters of mango 2017?
0: <laughs> yeah, what? Well, I, I, I don't get what the problem is. Uh, sorry in advance, listener, if I sound kind of out of it. I'm on a lot of drugs and I did not sleep last night. These, Pray- these are health drugs. Not Prayers
1: for Trevor, please. Drugs. Not no, fuck drugs. So "Fun that, drugs." Oh, okay, they said not "fuck drugs." I was like,
0: "Not those either." Actually, okay. no, don't. Not that
1: I judge you, but <laughs> it's a whole different situation.
0: Don't, uh, don't, don't feel too bad for me. It was, it was purely of my own making. I, I stayed up reading gay collegiate hockey web comics. And
1: <laughs> of course, you did.
0: That's that's my. Nothing has ever
1: surprised me less. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's weird how much this year. I have spent um, engaging in, like, homosexual ice sports-related media between between this webcomic and Yuri Yuri on Ice. Ice. Apparently Yuri
1: on Ice is something to recommend.
0: Ah, I love it so goddamn much. Uh, Can we just have a podcast where we talk about that instead? Because I have a lot to say.
1: I would like to recommend the video of Richard Spencer getting punched in the face to the tune of the the theme song of Yuri on Ice. Even though I've never seen Uri on Ice, it did give me a great amount of satisfaction though. So there's that to be said about Yuri on Ice. Okay, let's
0: talk Uh, about a wanton woman, uh, which is... A.K.A.
1: Brother, brother, threesome. Brother, brother, cowboy threesome historical fiction too which was pleasantly surprising to me yeah i I love me some like period setting shit
0: (laughs) i mean i uh i really like it when they don't shy away from what they're trying to do like no half measures oh she's a modern woman who gets mysteriously transported like no these are both historically based characters this is
1: circa 18 i think 95 i think that's right yeah
0: uh, they're both historically based characters with the beliefs and the expectations and the mindsets of people who would have lived in that time. Right. I mean, there's obviously some anachronism going on here. If uh, there was, like,
1: I'm not knowledgeable enough about like the time period to have. Well, Being I able don't... to identify it?
0: I don't think that there's ever been a point in U.S. history where um, a w- single woman marrying two men who happened to be, like, full-blood brothers was ever legal no. or would have ever been met with anything other than just running and screaming for the hills. Probably, uh, yeah. But aside from that sort a of... A few glaring,
1: li- liberties were taken. <laughs> a few. Otherwise, honestly, like, Char, I'm going to be real with you, like, I kind of liked this one. It
0: um, okay, so let's- were, I
1: had some sh- shit to say in criticism, but I think the fact that I've been so I don't know, like I'm I'm so jaded when it comes to specifically stories like this that are mm-hmm. like this is not my first rodeo, no pun intended, but I will allow it. Uh, when it comes to brother brother cowboy threesomes, this like what a charmed life you live. <laughs> I know, aren't you just jealous of my oh, oh yeah of my experience. Back when I was editing erotica, there were a lot, uh, a lot of menage. It was like, I would say probably 40 or 50% menage, like heterosexual menage was what I was dealing with. And a lot of it was, was like cowboy flavored. And a lot of it had to do with brothers who were not explicitly interacting incestuously, but the line was being towed yeah in a very uncomfortable
0: way. <laughs> the, the line is certainly towed in this work Ugh. um let's I, I i'm gonna agree with you and say at the very least that this is easily the second best work we've done oh, if not first? the first uh i, I think that pleasures of christmas past was thoroughly competent and 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 ambitious enough that i give it a lot of, of leeway in the yeah. places where it wasn't competent. Fair. Um, I do think
1: that the pacing here was uh, superior to the oh, sure. Christmas Pass.
0: Oh, for sure. The Christmas Pass was like over 300. It was longer than a Harry Potter novel. Oh, was it uh, really? Like an I, early I, Harry I, Potter I, novel? Yeah, maybe. I, maybe. Don't, I don't know. Like if that's maybe like true. volume but one. But it, it was like 350 pages. Like it, yeah, was it was fucking long. It was an undertaking.
1: Uh, and there was so much of it that could have been cut out, as yeah. we have already discussed. This is definitely brisk. It is. It's characters. None of them
0: really repulsed me. No. Um, though uh, well, there's stuff we can talk about. There was a
1: decent amount of characterization, especially like differentiating the two brothers. Mm-hmm. And that pleasantly surprised me because so often when I have read and edited stories like this, the brothers are literally interchangeable. Just like picture just like the horniest of twins, like, but with no... Like personality distinctions who are just thirsty and really dominant and not super concerned about the concept of consent.
0: Basically like the porn parody versions of Fred and George Weasley.
1: Ugh, yeah. Yeah? Except, I don't know. Not a lot of redheads. I didn't run into a lot of redheads. That's
0: that's a little surprising, actually. It's a little
1: sad. Give the uh, ginger some love. But. I
0: do fancy me a, a foxy ginger. But. Yeah. Don't we all? All right. So let's just hop into the summary real quick. Uh, We're going to do things a little differently because we uh, are just never satisfied and constantly looking to shake things up. We are going to just kind of off the cuff this summary and see how much both of us can remember as we go through this story. So
1: I read this today, so it's pretty fresh in my mind. Yeah, I I read half of this today. Okay.
0: So we start out with Celia, our point of view character. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what her last name is before the story starts. I remember what it is afterwards. Doesn't really matter. No. Um, And she is describing her life in Tyler, Texas.
1: Circa 1895.
0: Yeah. Where she works as a nurse for her husband's like medical practice. Mm-hmm. And her husband is actually the devil. What was
1: his name? I don't even
0: John. John. He's yeah. a fucker. He's he is actually the very worst human. Um, possibly ever he's he's just a fuck like, he's aloof and condescending and he don't please his woman yeah there, there's um, a
1: major dead bedroom situation like established right off the bat and so I was like poor fucking Celia and, and it's hard he, enough as a woman in the 1800s <laughs> to get a little pleasure and he leaves her uh, after he gets done because he only
0: works like in the mornings as the, as a doctor. He,
1: he leaves her to clean up his messes on yeah. the daily. Like and, that's her and job.
0: She has to go about and do like all of her like lunch, basically spend her lunch going and checking in on all of his patients that he can't be fucked to. So she goes about and, and does this and, and uh, mopes about the fact that her husband just will not put a baby in her. And when a patient says something that uh, sort of um, emotionally uh, disturbs her about that topic.
1: And they say, like, she's not even supposed to be, like, taking care of women. But for, like, I don't know, like, social taboo reasons, like, even a female nurse, unless she's actively, physically, like, waiting for a baby to shoot out of somebody so she can catch it. Like, she's not supposed to be making these house calls but she's doing it out of the goodness of her heart. Because Celia is pretty, she's pretty cool. Like, I I was, I dug Celia. Like, I thought she was an okay heroine.
0: I mean, I would have loved it if she grew a sense of self-worth, not related to babies or dicks, but yeah. it was, we, it was, we was can't na- have everything <laughs> it was, we it so was 1895. So I guess it was kind of hard <laughs> to come perspective. by that. So she gets upset from this pregnant woman, uh, mentioning that, that, uh, that it's gonna be Celia's turn next to get to get a, a bun in the oven. And so Celia she,
1: thinks she's barren.
0: Yeah, she thinks she's ba- barren because her husband like fucked her like five times and nothing ever happened. And nothing happened. Which fair enough. They haven't. yeah. She
1: <laughs> describes later also just like the most tragic like sexual interactions with her husband. Missionary with the lights off. Not even missionary. I think it's just like they're they're chilling in the bed, about to go to sleep, and he'll kind of like rustle up behind her, lift up her like. Prairie Home Companion fucking nightgown <laughs> and stick it in. And she she mentions later, and I found this extremely disturbing, that she's never been, like, wet, like, physically, like, aroused. I'm, is I'm, he just, like, dry-fucking her? Like, I'm, is that happening?
0: I, I, don't know how, I don't know how women's tbh but that seems unlikely to me like that wouldn't just be like bleh. that would be
1: actually painful yeah like but she seems so blasé about it that it's like this is just business as usual for her just like terrible dry one and done sex
0: yeah maybe he's a one pump chump and that's why it's not quite so bad Well, she does
1: describe a few pumps but the pumps are so like
0: they're mediocre pumps
1: if that, like, they're just so unpleasant, and the entire experience, there is she like less pumps, more flops, flops. Yeah. She describes it as rutting several times, mm-hmm. but just like in the worst possible context. So I'm I'm feeling pretty bad for Celia right off the bat,
0: and uh, Celia has a shit life, made even worse as she returns home to uh, nurse her wounded spirit mm-hmm. and finds her husband or Satan husband just plowing away at a local housewife in their bed using in their
1: fucking her,
0: using her nightgown to ha- bind the woman's arms
1: yeah it was like the like the tie or the, the like the waist tie for her nightgown uh like, yes. to add insult to injury you fucking asshole so <laughs> like, her husband's having
0: like infidelity bondage sex uh using her clothes as a prop
1: after what we assume is like An entire marriage of kind of, like, shaming her for being barren and, like, not satisfying him. Fuck this guy. Yeah. I've got feelings about John, and they're all, fuck this guy.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Celia sees that her husband is cheating on her, but being that she's never experienced a good bedroom time, she kind of decides to like duck into another room and like watch through the crack in the door and just see what that's all about. Like see what good sex is like. Yeah,
1: it's very telling that her first, like right after the initial reaction of like, okay, my, my shit ass husband had the gall to to bring his mistress into our bed because she already knows that he's fucking around and she kind of like accepts it as like this is how things are and but he had never before this i guess brought a mistress into their marriage bed that
0: she knows about that she
1: knows about i mean he probably did it because he's satan but she stops and watches and she notices the the mistress actually enjoying herself and she's like what is this novel Sight before me. Wait, wait, wait. That's, Women that's have pleasure. That's what? supposed to feel good. Oh wow. Um So she is like
0: just grooving on that for a little bit. Um Equal parts angry and horrified, and, and also intrigued. On.
1: She yeah. Uh, she's like, this is sex can be this way. I can actually enjoy myself. What a concept. When, In 1895. When suddenly local
0: housewife's local house husband <laughs> just storms into the home, finds his wife. Pistols blazing. <laughs> bound and pistols blazing. Wait, no, he's pistols blazing I thought that was a second. I thought you were using that she's as a euphemism. Ba- no,
1: <laughs> yeah, she's bound by the hands, but her feet have pistols.
0: Yes. I thought you were using it as a euphemism. I was like, that's no pretty good actually. Yeah, it is. but uh we'll file that away. So yeah, her husband shows up and and finds the doctor and, and his wife in 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 relations, <laughs> uh, and does not take it well and proceeds to shoot both of them.
1: Shoots the husband in the heart, which all Shot right. The heart, and, and you're, you're to, to blame. blame. Yeah, okay, that's enough. Um, you give eighteen hundreds love a bad name. <laughs>
0: well done uh,
1: you're welcome you're welcome everyone so he he shoots uh, Satan husband John right straight through the heart and, and then
0: shoots his wife in the head
1: fucking double pumps the wife who's still tied to the bed
0: and then just fucks on off out of there yeah.
1: and meanwhile Celia's hiding just realizing that her life is totally fucked yeah
0: so, smash cut to two men standing on a train platform in Denver. This is Luke and Walker Tate, uh, and they are waiting for the mail-order bride that Luke ordered. And we're going to learn- like maybe
1: a month later, I guess, right?
0: Like, yeah. Do we know? I think it's like a month or two we months. We assume. Okay. Um, and so we get a little bit of an exposition dump. Apparently, Luke is the current standing mayor of a uh, place called Slate Springs. Is that right? B- something wa- like that. A Wanton Woman something of Slate Slate, Slate Springs, Springs, yes. Who
1: gives a uh, shit?
0: And he is responsible for just passing a bit of legislation that is so confusing and legally problematic that I genuinely don't understand how it works
1: it's It's so typical of this genre though of like like this is this is not like untrodden territory for people who write these menage stories. It's like, oh, small town, not enough women. We have to pass a law where uh whatever small amount of women yeah. are sort of obligated to marry not one but two men per woman, yeah, okay, so Slate
0: Springs is established as being for every. 10 men there's one woman.
1: They do say later that the Split, Slate Springs has a population of about 3000 and there's only among them 300 or so women.
0: Okay so so nine uh I not, not every what, nine men. How
1: did this happen? Like I mean it's a mining town I guess. like I
0: guess if people just came came to it as bachelors and mm. no
1: um I mean it's it does that doesn't surprise me I guess um, isn't there something going on in like parts of China like that where there's so many like young single men and not enough women I
0: think that there was that big cultural push where like boy children were much more valued for right. the longest time and then that created a gender imbalance. but I and truly do not know and I'm just talking balls so
1: yeah. uh, Are, aren't we just talking balls like for this entire podcast that's, that
0: is most of what we do yes So if we say
1: anything about like <laughs> If we say like, anything about the modern world
0: or the people who live in it, chances there are. Or anything are we're wrong. that can be
1: fact checked, like, <laughs> I'm sure we're just bullshitting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Y'all know
1: this at this point.
0: So, Slate Springs is, is nine men for every one lady. Nine and
1: men for every girl.
0: <laughs> You're so singy today. I, I love it. And. Luke is the owner of its biggest sort of economic um like power. Like he's the owner of the mine. The biggest that,
1: mine, right? That,
0: that keeps most of the men folk employed there.
1: And then the rationale is that like because Luke has just been appointed mayor or is is he like defending his mayorship like for a second time? Did, is he being reelected? We don't really know. I
0: certainly didn't understand that no. plot point at all. It like, wasn't
1: really elaborated on.
0: It was like if this piece of legislation that he pushed through about the uh about the marriages doesn't work out then he doesn't get to be mayor anymore yeah and he Uh, he's
1: there's there is an interesting subplot i kind of liked it where he is sort of vying to to hold on to his position as mayor against his sort of childhood not rival but just somebody from his childhood that's been a fuck ass for like in his entire life who,
0: who also happens to be satan
1: yeah, uh, there are a few just fuck ass dudes in this story. Yeah, this guy, I think his name is Tompkins. Like, <laughs> uh,
0: Luke. It's it's definitely Tompkins, uh, which and Tompkins, makes me think of Teen Girl Squad, which makes me so. Is happy. there a Tompkins
1: in Teen Girl Teen yeah, the, Squad? Yeah,
0: the 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 like s- the singular boy character.
1: Oh God!
0: Uh, in uh, is, is this
1: like deep cuts from Teen Girl Squad? <laughs>
0: And then every time his mother, who is a robot prospector for some reason, shows wow. up. She's she's referred to as Momkins.
1: I do not remember I fucking this. love
0: Teen Girl Squad. I do too,
1: and clearly I need to revisit the you, series. You do. But so Tomkins, he's got his eyes on the mayorship, and but, Luke the, is like, fuck that.
0: They, do they just have a re-election every time a new piece of legislation is pushed through?
1: It's not clear. Yeah. but But what we're tasked with kind of going along with is the fact that Luke is mayor and the fact that he put through this legislation makes him responsible as sort of like setting the, setting, not setting the tone. Setting
0: a good example. Setting
1: <laughs> setting the example. For the children. Because he's a bachelor, so he feels obligated to be the first to take part in this uh, this multi-husband marriage.
0: But like, okay, so if there's nine men for every one lady... How will just having two man, one lady... Two men, <laughs> Two marriages work? So, like, if there's 300 women in this town of
1: 3,000... Well, I think it's 300 current female citizens, but they have these things, like this mail order. Like, is, is that a thing that was around in the 18- Like, were there, uh, like, matchmaking services? Is this just some I weird think, fantasy that... I think that was a real. Bet?
0: This like author. you think so? Okay, I, I genuinely do not know, and I'm definitely going to look it up. After I'm willing to buy podcast. it for the
1: sake of the story because I do think that this was set up. This was one of one of the stronger setups, I think, that we've mm-hmm. seen. I'm buying. Uh, I mean, I'm on board.
0: I don't buy this fucking piece of legislation at all. Is my no. point. So, like, if there's three hundred, if even if we counted as three hundred eligible bachelorettes for three thousand people in this town. Even if you double the amount of people that they can marry, that's still only 600 men, folk, that's who are getting satisfied. Like, yeah, they
1: need, it needs to be like nine husbands for every woman, which I've, I've edited that story too. And let me tell you, it's confusing as fuck. Oh, There's too many dicks flying around.
0: That sounds...
1: Too many dicks with personalities I'm supposed to care about.
0: Um, yeah, that sounds awful, unless it's like most of a rugby team, in which case it sounds great. <laughs>
1: Only if it fits your particular yes. preferences. Uh, there was a really problematic, and this is like later, this little explanation is thrown in kind of like a third of the way into the story, but it's a quote from one of the brothers about the like the situation in Slate Springs, which I'd like to read. Mm-hmm. Quote, Slate Springs has a population of about 3,000, only 300 or so are women. All of them are either married, much older than the bachelors, or too young to wed. A young maiden who arrives in town is snatched up quickly, usually with at least two fights beforehand, with the town being isolated for five months a year due to snow. That's my own little, like, tidbit, but that's why. Uh, The men become dot, 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 aggressive and somewhat volatile by the end of winter. So it's horny ass cabin fever. That has inspired this piece of legislature.
0: I uh, I wish that this story was about just a bunch of miners, just sexually frustrated minors trapped in this town with no women, just hounding it out. Just, just touching dicks. Just touching dicks. I know. Uh, that's the story that I want to write.
1: Well, you could write it, <laughs> and then we could review it. You have the power to make this happen. That's true. But I, I thought this was gro- a gross description for a lot of reasons. Why? So these young maidens who are like fallen upon like a rack of lamb by like these vicious fucking horny. Well, it doesn't
0: necessarily establish that. Maybe it's just like because there are
1: fight, but like if there's several fights, it's like they're
0: they're pulling. It's like see, I, I imagine it more of like a Popeye situation where they're both just constantly trying to woo her. They're, okay. they're all just constantly trying to woo this one girl, so she's just showered with affections. And what if she wants
1: none of them, though? Like, what if she's then just she has come a- to the
0: wrong town? What if
1: she's a lesbian? Like she in is, the eighteen hundreds,
0: she has come to the wrong no. town.
1: She's come to the wrong place by existing in the American eighteen hundreds. Yes. being a lesbian. That would be an interesting story, though. Like, a gay little house on the prairie kind of deal.
0: I want that. Yes. Some reader... Listeners, please suggest that to me so that I can read it. Uh, give us, like... I'm, I'm, I'm out of homosexual ice sports-related media. Give us I a queer
1: interpretation it. of the Wild West, please. Yes.
0: So... Uh they're waiting on this train platform <laughs> and surprise surprise the woman who that they who they're waiting for is
1: Celia. And, and surprise surprise they're instantly like Boner city.
0: Instaboner.
1: Both of them, both brothers.
0: And Luke has a little internal uh thought that I thought I'd share. But I had no interest in sharing a bride with just any man. I'd only do it with my brother. We were close close enough to have shared women in the past, to have the same interests and darker desires when it came to taking a woman.
1: They've always so, got darker desires. So
0: not only are they like going along with this legislation, but they've clearly done this game before. Yeah. Which,
1: they they do mention that they are well familiar with the brothels around Colorado. So they've yeah. they've caroused together quite a bit, probably shared women. Which is fucking weird if you're brothers. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a prude. If your dicks are out in the same room and you are siblings, rethink your life. I mean, like... Rethink your choices. Like, you
0: do you guys, I guess, but it... Okay, the incest angle is is weirder than I thought it would be. Like, really? I,
1: I, I kinda, it's tamer than I expected based I, <laughs> on my experience. I
0: kind of expected myself to be like, oh, whatever, this will be fine. I'm not going to be like put off by this at all. And then I was kind of put off by it. You got a little skis, but I think it has more to do with like lines such as, oh, where was it? Here's there's the- there's a very specific line where
1: I've got one. I bet her pussy's going to milk the cum from Uh, your balls. Yes. That's one. That's a weird thing to say to your sibling. Another one. Uh, So perfect beneath my brother. I can hear how wet you are for him. Number one, I can hear how wet you are for him.
0: I wish I could make sound (laughs) effects with my mouth. I'd try. I would try that. I'm
1: imagining the sound of somebody stirring mayonnaise with a a butter knife. Oh,
0: no. What's wrong with you? Why would you say that? Uh, uh, no, I was just going to say that there's a line where Walker uh, contemplates how good it's going to feel to fuck her with his brother's cum yes, still in her. I had
1: that one, too. Uh, and I'm
0: like, wow, that's literal Eskimo brothers. Okay.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: oh, my God, this fucking story. I can't believe Getting I Getting back to- Go ahead, sorry.
1: I was just saying, I can't believe I didn't write that line down, because I definitely remember what the fucking at the time as I was reading it with, like- in Walker's mind, he specifically is looking forward to, like, experiencing the, like, the leftover jizz. And like, I,
0: I am not a person who goes,
1: ew, very often.
0: Like, that is a hard reaction to elicit from mm-hmm. me. I definitely read that line. I was like, ew, why? Yeah, what? I was like,
1: Ugh.
0: Oh, come Ugh. on. Uh Ugh. <sighs> god damn it and you know this would be so much worse if we had siblings wait i i don't have siblings.
1: i have step siblings but
0: okay
1: yeah i didn't i didn't like this i wasn't getting like personal revelations from this uh having like quasi siblings but the disgust was there
0: yeah if this grossed me out i can't even imagine Mm. but uh so anyway going back to the plot celia steps onto this train platform and Luke introduces himself as her husband, but specifically does not tell her that Walker is also going to be her husband. And they go off to a hotel uh, where he sort of bids her to bathe, and their sort of mutual lust overtakes them afterwards. Mm-hmm. And they,
1: they. I feel like that her lust is very, like. It's very pronounced. Like, she's yeah. not any kind of, like, wilting whatever. She she's been sexually repressed for her entire marriage and after having seen her husband like the the type of sex he was having with this woman and seeing this the the mistress's pleasure like she it seems like she wasn't even as angry about his infidelity as angry about being cheated out of that kind of pleasure which mm-hmm. I that, thought that was pretty rad. Like Yeah, that was she, pretty rad, actually. It was a sexual awakening moment for Celia. I it's super dark.
0: It's but, dark. I mean. Uh, but it's definitely it does her justice as like a fully fledged yeah. character. And it
1: gives her uh, a lot of like realistic neuroses about herself mm-hmm. later on, just about the fact that that she couldn't she feels like she couldn't please her her Satan fuck ass of a husband and felt like that was her fault and like that his infidelity and subsequent murder was because she caused him to stray. And And I, and like tragic, I felt bad for Celia.
0: Like I said, I really like that the characters in this work are products of their genuine environment. Mm -hmm. They don't, I mean, aside from some major example, some major sort of exceptions, Mm -hmm they don't feel like just modern people no in in a different setting no. um they have like really regressive ideas and really destructive ideas and mm-hmm. really problematic ideas but they all feel genuine to who they are yeah and who they're supposed to be
1: it does feel very like era compliant i guess
0: yeah um aside from the brother fucking and, uh, and
1: aside from like the bon- well i mean i guess people were engaging in bondage kind of activities back then just didn't really necessarily have a name for it yeah or if they did it was very much relegated to like aberrant Mm -hmm. sexual the the fact that
0: the fact that they learned all of this stuff that they seem to have learned from a brothel
1: yeah i bought that yeah that felt Um, realistic to me
0: so luke and celia begin to fuck in front of the fireplace for sure, yeah. Um, they just
1: can't help themselves. I mean, they
0: when Walker ready. walks in, and is like, "Hey guys, how's it going? Enjoying that?" Um, I bet <laughs> her pussy's going to milk the cum from your balls. Yeah. So, and at first, Celia lost in the throes of passion. Apparently, uh, Luke is both like much larger than her husband in a just literal sense and in a dick sense. Yes. Um, and she's just lost in this pleasure, and she's like, "Oh, your brother's here," but that, she's into it. Like she's yeah, very.
1: That's. Explicitly into the fact that Walker's there, it's it's like there's a moment of of kind of what the fuck is he doing here? Is yeah. This is your brother, but she was always attracted to him too, so it's not it doesn't feel skeevy. Yeah. Uh, other, I mean, it feels skeevy just in the sense of like this whole arrangement is very. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree weird. with you, and
0: I'm gonna come back to why I disagree with okay. you. So. Walker, like, sits down and watches Luke pound one out. He doesn't uh, masturbate, though. He just kind of watches. Yeah, his. just enjoys. Just uh, just <laughs> casually peruses the scenery. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, just watching his kind brother. Kind of makes comments
0: watching his brother lay pipe. I don't... Oh <laughs> lay pipe.
1: Um, oh, that's so good. I'm gonna keep that. So, uh, Luke
0: comes and Celia comes and Celia freaks out. Yeah. Because uh, she's from her sort of post-orgasm come down and she's like, oh, that was weird. What yeah. the fuck?
1: But then she's also like, but I liked it, so...
0: And she's really upset that she liked it. Yeah. Like she-
1: but she's, so she's not upset that she feels... She doesn't feel violated or like that she was taken advantage of. She's just... Grappling with the feelings of like awakening sexuality, and she's yeah. like, I liked this. It's weird that I like. Like, is it weird that I like this? And to answer the question, yeah, it is weird. But in this story, like, yeah, we're not going to shame
0: her. Yeah, you do. You man. this entire situation uh, is
1: weird, but
0: it's certainly not Celia's fault that it's I'm weird. I'm Team
1: Celia. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's uh, definitely not her fault.
0: So, uh, Luke. And Walker eventually coax her out of the bathroom where she runs and barricades herself after this. And here's where I am going to disagree with you on the skeeve factor. Okay. So she says multiple times in this story, oh, like, they didn't force me to do anything. They had my consent. And that might be true on, like, a technical level, but they certainly don't ask her how she feels about things or ask... I did notice that. ...ask to do things. In fact, they explain to her over and over what she's going to want like mm-hmm. they talk to her like a child a it's lot true. and it's a product of the time i recognize but it really started to put me off after like the fourth time it happened where they're like hey we're going to fuck we're both going to fuck you we're both gonna you. Yeah. we're, we're going to dp you That's i guess a, I'm s- that is that is
1: merely an
0: inevitability of your yeah. existence now like i guess uh, i'm so
1: desensitized to this kind of work that like even the fact that like the fact that consent was Explicitly mentioned, it mm-hmm. impresses me because, and
0: I mean that's fair. And I'm not saying that the work is super like problematic. Or
1: I mean, it, it is though. Like it, I mean, but for, for, like, for relative, like for factors,
0: though. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, after fucking like dieticles uh, yeah. and. And and his treatment of Gwendolyn, uh, after I mean after so oh my god after fucking undercover with the amnesia and the yeah. and the banging a person with a uh, with with yeah. b- brain injury
1: after the like, egregious like breaches of consent that we've dealt dealt with I mean that you podcast, deal with
0: all the time in in erotica like this is fairly low on the problematic it's for the scale. Course. Yeah. Uh, that said, it's just so repetitious in the work that it started to really put me off I can see that um
1: see I feel like my like coming into this like I feel like somebody having edited like much worse works than this like I kind of feel like somebody who has been through like a series of really abusive relationships (laughs) and like I'm finally with somebody who like does the bare fucking minimum of like being a decent person like oh he washes the dishes when he's done making a fucking mess in the kitchen like he he's doesn't the best. gaslight me he doesn't gaslight me he doesn't like fart in my face like he's the best boyfriend ever but he's actually just like doing the bare like decent person minimum of, of behavior and that that's kind of like the that perspective i that from- is
0: the anthropomorphization of this work yeah exactly um, so I'm
1: just kind of like any scraps of like mention of consent that I get especially in like a a BDSM flavored like cowboy menage context. I'm like, all right, uh, color me impressed. Even though it's, I shouldn't be impressed. Yeah.
0: So they basically tell her that she's gonna be married to both of them, and she's gonna be banging both of them, and that Walker is not going to give her his heart, merely his loins. Yeah. Uh, it's established that walk- <laughs> loins only. <laughs> it's a loins only marriage. Yeah. <laughs> which is. Established should be the result of him being a widower. Uh, he he married young to this woman named Ruth.
1: That he didn't uh, love anyway.
0: That he just wanted to bang and who didn't really want to bang him and there was no love and he was kind of trapped until she died.
1: Imagine um, how like, how much neuroses or neurosis isn't that? Neuroses. How, how many neuroses he would have come into this relationship with had he actually had like a satisfying sex life with Ruth because he didn't like he and Ruth didn't even love each other and they didn't have a satisfying sex life but he still got so much baggage because she died yeah which Which, okay sure
0: yeah it it felt textured in a way she wasn't like a fucking saint and she wasn't a monster sure she Um, was just
1: like it was a marriage for of convenience for both of them and i think that ruth is actually treated pretty respectfully yeah in in a
0: work that takes shortcuts in terms of morality more Mm -hmm. often than it doesn't Mm
1: -hmm. uh
0: i did appreciate the way that ruth was treated and really the way that most of the female characters are treated like
1: agnes was badass
0: yeah i'm fine uh we we don't. The listener doesn't know who that is, but we'll I get know, to it. We'll get to it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, f- I felt like all of the female characters in this work, with the exception of that poor woman at the start, uh, are oh, are treated very fairly by this work, and and are are reasonably um, textured. But you know, I don't. I don't even
1: think the mistress at the beginning was like slut shamed necessarily. Like you don't see. Uh,
0: she's never mentioned like she, like she's not important to Celia really she
1: doesn't have she's she's just a though.
0: representative of what Celia
1: but you don't you don't see Celia like I I would usually expect like the heroine to to come into a situation where she sees her husband fucking another woman and just being like oh that bitch, like uh. but no she but,
0: immediately blames her husband yeah, and, and herself so and,
1: and she was also just intrigued by this woman's pleasure too which I I mean that was Really interesting to me. Yeah. Like I've-
0: they explain to Celia that they're going to be married and fucking, and then <laughs> married
1: and fucking. <laughs> That's the
0: breaks. And then they go to bed, and they wake up, and Walker sort of starts to... She, she wakes up in bed with Walker mm. the next morning, and he sort of, like, starts to become sexual with her, mm. uh, just sticks a thumb right up the back door. Yeah, uh, we're, we're
1: getting into butt stuff.
0: We get into butt stuff. Which is an
1: inevitable with a Minaj. Like, yeah. there's gonna be DPing.
0: If, uh, if you
1: bought a Minaj story and there's no DP, then you've been cheated, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I will say that when, when butt stuff is, is brought into the equation... I think that there's a more a pretty adequate amount of, like, prep
0: compared I mean, to
1: the last time we dealt with butt stuff.
0: That's very true.
1: And I was all about that.
0: I, I do appreciate the prep and the acknowledgement of, of the physical difficulties. Uh, there's no mention of, like, cleaning no. at all. Which, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's the Wild West. Literally everyone is gross. So yeah. just, I... I didn't have it didn't break my uh, suspension of disbelief. maybe
1: walkers walking around with butt thumb (laughs) (laughs) but But, I mean with with the care that the author takes in other areas of like detail I want to give her the benefit of the doubt that like there was probably off-screen cleaning of the butt thumb yeah Yeah. I I, want to I want to believe that we're living in in a western world here where people are not walking around with butt thumb I mean that's the world that I choose to live in
0: I don't know if that's historically accurate, though. I think that most people had a severe case of butt thumb <laughs> uh, in, in 1885. <laughs>
1: butt thumb was rampant.
0: Yes, it's a plague After spreading polio, across the nation.
1: Tuberculosis and butt thumb.
0: Someone finally invented vaccine, and we got uh, recovered as a species. Oh. Um, Someone invented
1: soap, and we were all good. <laughs> so Walker freaks out, though. Yeah, Walker does freak out. He's having an emotional reaction to Celia because he's got feelings for her and he just stuck his thumb up her butt and that was a really intimate like it was a sexual experience demanded a lot of trust from celia and of course he's feeling he's in his feels about this yeah they have known each other for less than
0: 24 hours but he's he's already well over the moon for this girl
1: Mm -hmm. um as he kind of he pulls his thumb out her butt and kind of storms off
0: (laughs) and just moonwalks out of the room
1: (laughs) bye (laughs) oh poor walker he's got baggage
0: And so Luke and Walker have a conversation while I think Celia is like trying on clothes because she was not prepared for the cold of Colorado, which there's a line that I'm going to call bullshit on. It's a, yes, of course, but no shops in Tyler have coats like this. It is too warm year round for such items in Texas.
1: So yeah, this is pre-global warming. It got cold in Texas. I don't, I
0: mean... We live near Tyler. Yeah. And it, is it gets cer- cold now. Yeah. It is certain. There are certainly times in the year where it is cold enough to wear big poofy jackets. Yeah. You're
1: definitely not necessarily getting your money's worth out of that jacket, but they are necessary.
0: This, may, this suggests like to me that the author may have never period. been to Texas. Maybe not. Uh...
1: There was a line though that uh, I was really into when Walker and Luke were kind of hashing it out. Luke really took Walker to task about the fact that he walked, he pulled his thumb out of Celia's butt and just fucking boot walked out of there. Walk, I mean, uh, Luke. I, I feel like Luke is a real stand-up dude. I like Luke. Yeah, Luke's Luke's, Luke's, Luke's pretty right. chill. So Luke, he he really gives it to Walker. He's like, dude, what the f- what the fuck were you doing, man? Like you you left her feeling insecure she just had her first butt stuff experience and you walked out of there making her feel like she wasn't up to your standards. And he, he does say one of my favorite lines in the story, if you want to get in her ass, then you need to get your head out of yours. And I'm like, yes. Lovely, lovely line.
0: So they pack up all of their sort of junk and they buy all of the stuff they're going to need to make the trek And as they're leaving town, Celia notices someone across the street.
1: Yes, and here uh, there's a subplot that I actually really liked, uh, which I don't think was necessarily brought to fruition in the way that it could have been, but... We we do find out that uh, her shit ass Satan husband uh, John had a brother. Oh wait, no, was no, it John's it, brother? It, no, it was
0: not John's brother. Excuse it was me. the it was the murderer's brother. Okay,
1: the the spurned husband who killed both John and the uh, the mistress had a brother, and the brother who is just certifiably nutburger burgers crazy, blames Celia in the in like the slut shaming style of the eighteen hundreds for the entire thing. Yeah, just, so
0: so it's established that Celia, as the only witness to the crime, basically like rat like told the, the police about she, uh, she
1: testified. Yeah, she like, testified
0: she just, and got the the murderer uh, Kings, executed. Yeah, um, and so
1: the murderer's uh, brother has like tracked her down to Colorado
0: and is looking to looking to get revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, which hey, this one of these works actually has an antagonist. Yes, uh, is this the
1: first time we've had an antagonist? Like a certifiable antagonist that had...
0: I mean, I'm willing to call um, Cameron the antagonist of Ghosts of Christmas Past. I'm okay. al- I'm well, al-
1: Cameron was just annoying. Yeah.
0: I'm also willing to He's call... He's my,
1: like, arch nemesis. Yeah.
0: I'm willing to call the main character of Undercover the villain of that work.
1: Oh, yeah. Benicio Del Toro.
0: No, no, the the the... the- fae lady boy who um,
1: oh that's right yeah. <laughs> the tables turned and shit got weird and not uh, consensual but
0: no this is the first work that we've done that has a like bona fide
1: capital A antagonist mm-hmm. uh, his name is Carl a- as as you do like it's an antagonistic name uh, and he she she catches sight of him I think they're in Jasper Colorado like they're heading towards Slate Springs but like
0: no this is when they're in Denver okay. when they're leaving Denver Uh, And so they go to Jasper next and stay at um, sort of like an old friend of uh, Luke and Walker.
1: I will say that uh, the whole that moment with uh, with Carl in Denver, I've seen this before. This is a hallmark of bad heterosexual erotica where... Some crazy ass motherfucker is coming after the heroine, but for some like really stupid reasons, she doesn't want to tell her overprotective heroes that it's happening that she's being followed by somebody, which like, is the
0: case in this it work is. until she's has it spanked out of her it's when they arrive at situation. So they get to um, to their friend's house, mm-hmm. Luke, or, ooh, ooh, Luke, or, Luke and Walker's uh, friend's house in Jasper. And uh, Walker, having seen Carl across the street, when Celia freaked out, is like, I know you're hiding something from us, and I'm going to just bend you over my knee and, and swatch your bottom until you admit it.
1: I had a lot of problems with this because uh, spanking and the idea of, like, a sensual punishment or any kind of punishment had not been discussed it's, it has not been these things need to be negotiated i don't care if it's the 18 fucking hundreds again like she's not your fucking
0: like kid you should not your war you don't just get to spank a your grown-ass Lord. woman uh whenever you feel like dude uh but apparently she's into it and and positively swamp-like in her knickers uh
1: <laughs> talk about uh, draining the swamp am i right oh i know i know i tried it though but, but there is a moment though that like it's like she she i don't think she enjoyed it at the time but there's like a retro retroactive backpedaling of like oh oh but I, i've been wet the whole time but it seemed like at the time she was like this is painful i don't like it so i don't yeah, know if that's it's the author being like author jk psych she liked it the whole time
0: yeah, that's not problematic at all. But she tells them about about her situation and why she had to flee from Tyler. Uh, apparently this guy just made her feel really unsafe and no one in her community liked her anymore cuz they also slut-shamed her for the situation. Yeah. Uh and they're
1: very supportive in the end. Like, yeah, the, the
0: the boys are like, oh, that's so. Su- I'm so sorry that happened. That's awful. We support you and we'll protect you. We're the best boys, even <laughs> though we don't respect your personal. Boundaries. We are the
1: best boys. Uh, they're they're overprotective to a fault, but yeah. I think that the readership. Like, that's what they want to see. Yeah.
0: And then some more vigorous fucking happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we talk about the wooden butt plug, please? Yeah. So before they're leaving Denver, uh, I think either Luke or Walker goes to a brothel.
1: A brothel that knows them well.
0: Yeah, that, that like they are. Like, they are
1: on good terms with this brothel. Yeah, there.
0: first name like basis. Very sure. familiar terms. Um, and buys a series of butt plugs. To help uh, Celia sort of train her butt up to <laughs> to be able to deal with with being dp by by each of them, uh, Luke Luke in front and Walker in back. And over the course of the next three sex scenes, she will take a a butt plug of ever escalating size. <laughs> there will be a, there will be escalation
1: a, of butt plugs. There
0: will be a there will be a leveling up process as she uh, grinds for experience on these butt plugs.
1: I, I was distracted. Every time a butt plug was mentioned, by the fact that these are wooden butt plugs, i have seen they're polished. Like, like. the, per- like even if like they could be polished to perfection, the the danger of a splinter is is not to be ignored.
0: I mean, I, I've I've seen sex toys made from wood before, okay.
1: like, uh. but did they, did they have the sophistication of? Like construction back then. I, I know. Mean, I know they could polish some damn wood in the eighteen hundreds. I just don't trust the fact.
0: Would that- I want an eighteen hundreds wooden butt plug inside me? No. No. Nope. But if that's all you if if that's all you got, uh, if you have a nail and you have one hammer, you're gonna use the one hammer. Like, or you could just not. You could, but but then how would you prepare for your Menagee Incest Cowboy threesome? That's true. Like god damn it.
1: Uh, what about like a stone dildo or a glass dildo?
0: Mm, glass is dangerous. Is it? Yeah, what if it breaks?
1: What if
0: what if the force of her butt breaks it? <laughs> the force of her butt. What if she's got super <laughs> she's butt? She
1: got powerful butt muscles, butt kegels. It's true. Uh, that's a good point. I mean, we we could we could argue the the merits of different types of like butt plug material?
0: All I'm saying is I know I have known many so this is something that gets asked uh, at stuff like the everybody um, sort of pansexual dance party and stuff. There's always the question getting floated around like what was the first thing you put inside of you? Hmm. And I've heard much worse and much more dangerous than wooden butt. What's bug. the worst
1: thing you've heard? Like all sources anonymous. I'm just curious. The worst thing that I've heard um, Are we are we talking about like in the butt specific, specifically or just the worst well, thing you have Well, this put was this was this was a, a sexual
0: this was a cis man, so uh-huh. I'm going to go okay. ahead and assume butt. And his answer was and I quote, my dad's screwdriver. Not just like I mean the handle, uh, presumably. Yeah. And well, no one would hope. Not, not just Not just a screwdriver handle, he had to specifically quantify my father's. Like, no no amount of washing it will make that okay, man. Like, that is a violation of trust. Call your dad and apologize immediately. (laughs) You
1: owe your dad a huge apology. (laughs) Um,
0: Unless he's an asshole, in which case. In which case.
1: Let him get butt thumb from that screen. Yes. Fuck fucking Debilitating
0: butt thumb.
1: Chronic butt thumb. Yes.
0: So they fuck on out of Jasper out of, I mean, almost literally they fuck on out of Jasper. (laughs) Yeah. And they make it to Slate Springs, Mm. where we have a sort of like montage of them like getting settled in and having cutesy sex. Uh, Just the
1: cutesiest of sex.
0: Cutesiest incestuous menage sex. And eventually it gets to the point where uh, Celia has to be introduced to the locals. And this is where... uh, Because
1: the locals are real curious. They're nosy. They're small town.
0: And she's the first... She's the guinea pig for this. Yeah,
1: she's the first sister wife. Yeah. Or like their sister husband. They they are her sister wives. The literal brother husbands.
0: Yeah. So they want to see what... The people want to see what this arrangement looks like. Including... um, Tompkins! Tompkins! That uh, shitty, who, who, who would-be I, mayor. Who I imagine talks like that. Tompkins. I am my wife.
1: He has English. a meek, like, beaten, either verbally or otherwise, into submission. Why? She seems to
0: just be just verbally. Verbal, just, like, like,
1: stridently verbally abused.
0: Uh... So they they come to visit and and be passive aggressive when uh Tompkins in his spectacular shitasserie uh fails to help her like go down the stair the porch stairs on their house and she and falls like, and she like eyes. literally like breaks
1: a bone. She breaks a finger uh, or she like mi- displaces like a finger. Yeah. And this asshole doesn't even help her up. Like he he kind of stands there impotently just being an asshole. And
0: I'll take you to the doctor three hours away. It's fine.
1: Meanwhile, uh, Celia's like, dude, I'm a nurse. Like, I can help her right now. And he's like, a nurse?
0: What's a nurse? Like, a, a lady nurse? I've never heard of such a thing. I know. He's just, like, clutching uh, he, his pearl th- violently this, this, this while this man his is wife all,
1: has broken finger.
0: This man is all, all uh, n- nasal voice and jowls. Yeah. <laughs>
1: jowls are flapping
0: uh, she, he, we actually are Misogyny giving a bound. brief description of his flapping jowls. Do we? Did yeah. we get,
1: oh, I miss jowls.
0: So Celia takes Agnes into the living room and patches her up and they bond and there this
1: was a characterization of Agnes that I thought was pretty dope uh, this uh, mm-hmm. quote here she wasn't meek now and this is as, uh, as Celia is like re-popping like popping her finger back into place. Like It's going to be painful it's probably dislocated but agnes prefaces this by the fact that she has had three children and one in breach so she's dealt with her share of physical pain like she can handle it she's made of pretty stern stuff but it says she wasn't she wasn't meek now the pain was something she could control that she had power over unlike her husband's usual overbearing demeanor this was her choice so it was her choice to like to get her finger reset, withstand the pain to kind of prove that she could handle it and she could. She was a badass. Yeah. She like hissed in pain a little, but I was like props Agnes.
0: Yeah, this book does real real, real right by its by its ladies at least in terms of character hmm. writing and and establishing them as as fully realized individuals not just there to be to be pounded.
1: Oh, I did uh, find the quote from way back when quote i want to feel luke's seed easing my way to which i made a note of just all caps no Uh yeah Uh my thoughts exactly but that was that was from a while ago still Uh, relevant still disgusting so uh
0: they leave tompkins and agnes leave and we're given another sort of like time skip and one morning, uh, Luke and Walker have errands to run, and they leave Celia alone. At, and
1: then at you place. know shit's about to go down uh, like, right I, before I, a
0: blizzard too yeah
1: and of course we all saw this shit coming a mile oh, away.
0: Yeah. so Celia goes out to the barn for reasons I don't quite remember. I think she's going to take care of some animals or something, yeah. and uh, she's confronted by Carl Carl, the dreaded Carl Carl uh
1: coral uh who is like level 11 crazy and he's like, "I'm gonna hang you bitch." Yeah. So uh yeah, I do like like I like the characterization of his craziness. He was like I am like judge and jury of your of you
0: your sinful ways of, your sinful heart I ways.
1: sentence you to hanging. It's like yeah. fuck you. You're not a judge. But he's also just crazy as as ever,
0: so he's got her cornered in the uh, in the barn. Just as this blizzard sort of kicks up,
1: she does whoop him upside the head with a shovel, yeah. though,
0: or upside the shoulder. I and guess. as as the blizzard comes up, she grabs a shovel and just knocks the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, makes her way back to the to the house using this sort of like, and this is a real thing. This is like a one hundred percent historically accurate thing. There's a rope that goes from the house to the barn for when. Visible conditions get so bad that you wouldn't be able to find your way mm-hmm. otherwise. So she uses that rope to get back to the house, uh, and Carl kind of gives pursuit, but doesn't know about he doesn't it. Doesn't know
1: about the rope because he's a crazy fucking idiot. Yeah.
0: So she gets back to the house just in time for Luke and Walker to return. Or right. she barricades I guess
1: herself up in the house with a rifle that is Luke and Walker's, and she's ready. She's ready to she's ready this to s- kill a fucker. Yeah, like, she's ready. She She's kind of resigned to the fact of, like, I got to deal with this situation myself. Yeah. And if I got to kill a bitch, I got to kill a bitch.
0: So Walker shows up because, and this like, continuity, I actually respect the work a little bit for doing this. He shows up because, no, this is Luke that does this. Oh, okay. Luke was in town and is told by Tompkins, who now like has a weird respect for Celia because of...
1: Because of, he because, bandaged up... She bandaged up his wife when he yes. was busy being useless. That a uh,
0: weird man was in town looking for her, and Luke's media like, I know what that is, I gotta go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Luke and Walker get home, uh, and they sort of wait out the blizzard with her, and then when they go out, they find Carl's like, frozen corpse.
1: Like very Jack Nicholson in The Shining, frozen icicles. This is what I'm picturing. We don't get yeah. this visual, but this is my visual. He's, he's frozen solid. Like
0: frozen like 20 feet from the house. Yeah. Uh, which is, sucks to be him. He was close. But... Yeah,
1: which is a real thing.
0: Again, I mean, I haven't heard it specifically for blizzards, but I remember that that was a thing in like the Dust Bowl era. Like oh, when really? the Dust was like, so form. bad. Like Ugh. you would you could just get lost 20 feet away I'm from sure. where you and live. Just
1: suffocate on dust. Yeah. That's bleak. That's sad. Uh, <laughs> so
0: with car the dreaded Carl uh, no longer a threat uh Celia and her two incestuous husbands decide to just like pound one I have a celebratory pounding this is she- the moment
1: when they like profess their love this it's pretty typical of this kind of story like yeah after the the climactic sort of villain scene villain is taken out of the out of the picture and then it's like oh I love you I love you too yeah, like, oh. and now it's like and the, we're
0: gonna take you DP for real, and and the and the long promised DP finally materializes. It's
1: a pretty typical DP too. Yeah, it was no surprises from someone who's read like I want to say upwards of sixty DP stories. Not even a single
0: description of the balls touching, but. Uh, Was there
1: a description of balls at all?
0: No one's, no one's testicles are mentioned once, once huh. in the story, and and the only oral sex that ever happens is Walker goes down on her for like a page and a half, but there's no oral in the story either.
1: I appreciate uh, that the that the oral that is represented is like, like on her.
0: I just think it might have been easier for her if they'd like just spit roast her instead of tried to. Like, she may or might not have needed wooden dildos if they'd just gone about this in a different
1: fashion. I know, but I think uh, the people want to see DP. I think the people who, who buy books like this, they want to see DP. Fair enough. I'm, I'm putting myself in the minds of the reader here. Uh, fair enough, you know? And uh, if, you, if you're... I will never begrudge anyone but stuff. If you're a reader of uh, of Minaj stories and you want to correct me on on your expectations... Do,
0: do the people want to see DP? Listener? Like, do they?
1: Do you... Do you want to CDP?
0: <laughs> do you? Do
1: uh, that's. Okay. Um, Throw that into the void.
0: <laughs> so then we get an epilogue uh, that basically exists solely as a, like, fuck you to her, Satan, to her former Satan husband. Like, haha, you were just sterile. She's super pregos. Yes! Um, and it's established that she's going to bear twins.
1: Of course. For these,
0: for these two boys. Who I'm
1: sure will grow up to be brother husbands on their own. Yeah. In another. A, like installment of this. Series. This did
0: say book one, which yeah. I can't imagine where the story has to go from here, other than that.
1: Well, they did set up their friend, uh, the friend whose house they stay at. I think they they kind of set him up as a future potential hero for. But another he doesn't story. have a brother. Yeah, but he could have a friend.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Maybe he's got a brother that just wasn't mentioned. I don't know. Yeah,
0: that's a possibility. I but see. it's
1: very much like he was young. He like he's in the right age bracket. He is a bachelor. He's probably is, handsome. He's going to be fucking somebody later in the
0: season. How many sequels did you read when you were doing erotica work?
1: Uh, there were certain authors that would go up to, like, 14 or 15. Jesus Christ. I know. So
0: is it is that how it always goes? Like, the sequel is just, like, some side character introduced? Because that's how Ghost of Christmas oh, Pass is, too. Almost
1: always, yeah. Like, there's there's usually, like, oh... Like, their their kooky friend or, like, their friend who has the exact same personality as them is a hero in the next story. Hmm.
0: That seems like kind of a waste. Uh, It's
1: all a waste. (laughs)
0: This this whole fucking podcast is a waste. Well, no, this
1: podcast is (laughs) redeeming all of this trash, but...
0: Uh, so we're we, we we are we are the Christ figures in this whole tapestry we are, we have come to redeem the world over you Radha. said it, not me yeah okay I, I I'm not a humble person like i don't, I have not made any secret of that. I have a uh, never mind
1: <laughs> I mean what I go so far as to say we're we're heroic in tackling this are, are, material. are we heroes? I think we're the heroes that Gotham needs, but not the one that they des- is it the ones that they deserve, and not the one that they need right now. Is, I, that the, is that the quote?
0: I don't know, but we're we're the we're the heroes that they both need and probably deserve. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, uh, probably. Let, so. Let's let's
0: be straight up here. So, Rachel, yes, ma'am. you've already told me, uh, but I'm going to ask you again. Did you like a wanton woman?
1: You know, I kind of did. Like, I think that the bar with the previous four stories that we have tackled has been set pretty low, but I would say that the writing was solid.
0: The writing was very solid. The
1: characterization of women was solid. Yes. Uh, The attention to period detail, pretty impressive. Yeah. For the genre. Yeah. Uh, Could consent have been better?
0: (sighs) Yes. Consent was bad, and... I thought that the prose was good. I thought that the prose was great. I thought that the the dialogue was bad. I thought I thought it had bad dialogue. Yeah, there's there's a lot of it's it's the same thing that there was some
1: inner monologue that I thought was good.
0: Yeah, yeah, the inner monologue is all fine, but when characters are actually conversing, it's all very uh, mechanical and very purposeful. Uh, yeah,
1: I, w- I would say that it's definitely a step up from what we saw last episode. Oh, for then. sure. Like, like
0: it, it, was, it wasn't it was good, but it wasn't obnoxious. No. Like, it didn't make me want to rip a pixie's delicate little wings off. So.
1: No, but there, I mean, and there was also, like, a little bit of the banter between the brothers, I thought, like, that bit about, if you want to get in her ass, get your head out of yours, hey, hey, like, that was pretty, that was pretty cute. It's a, like it's a
0: solid line. It's, it's right. a weird thing to say to your sibling, but... Uh, I,
1: well, if it's a sibling who you're actively watching have sex with somebody and fantasizing about the fact that you're going to be, like, mm-hmm. up in his jizz in somebody else's
0: no. business. No.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean...
0: So, so that brings us to my next question. Uh, did you think it was hot?
1: It had its moments. I think it did. I think that, like, watching Celia sort of have her sexual awakening, like, there was some satisfaction there. I think there were... There were tidbits of sexiness.
0: It was all very
1: human. I yeah. felt I
0: felt like the sex as described uh accepting certain key elements, but the sex as described in just a mechanical sense was very human and very true. Yeah. And like, there was
1: there was an understanding of like cis female genitalia and like that I appreciated and it wasn't just like he jackhammered into her and she came twenty times. It was like I I
0: really liked how every time they have sex in this work, they work very hard to get her off mm-hmm. before they even penetrate. Yeah, like, yeah uh, like, I appreciated that. That's that's quality stuff right there. I don't know if I found it directly hot, but I did find it, was it very hetero. I mean, I'm I'm a flexible boy. Okay, like I, yeah. I, I I I can groove on on a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I found it directly hot, but I certainly found it the hottest out of everything we've read thus far. Same.
1: Yeah, like, I think that this this would be the strongest work I think thus far.
0: Yeah, for sure. Not in, not even a question. I
1: found it pretty entertaining. I think that yeah. Uh,
0: I I would genuinely recommend this work to our listeners if sure. if they If that's
1: what you're into. If like.
0: if if they're willing to put up with a certain amount of weird 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 incesty stuff yeah uh, and just sort of like, and, and if they're here they probably are <laughs> sure yeah but
1: and if they're willing to kind of cut like 1800s dudes some slack on like proper BDSM etiquette so as far as consent is concerned mm-hmm. uh, yeah I mean sure I, I I think I'd recommend it to a point yeah
0: to to a point it's, the,
1: it's the first one that we've read if, that I would halfway recommend to anybody if like, if
0: us talking about it has made you curious I would actually suggest checking it out if you want some historical DP (laughs) who doesn't want some historical DP
1: really that's what the world needs
0: if if there was more historical DP Trump wouldn't be president Yeah, (laughs) so that's kind of all that I really had to go over in this work did you have anything else that you wanted to bring up? let me see Uh, I don't think so
1: Oh, oh yes, uh, I will say that at, uh, a line that in, that I had a very visceral negative reaction to was when one of the brothers asks uh, Celia during during the act of coitus, is your pussy needy? And I will say that if anybody asks me that, that I am in the process of having sex with, I will throw you off of my person, dash out the door and never be heard from again. <laughs> That's Instant deal breaker.
0: I mean, that's... Uh, it's so weird to me, the, the differentiation in how genders talk about their own genitalia mm. and, and other people's. As a cis man who primarily has been involved with cis men, um, a certain degree of anthropomorphization of the phallus has occurred sure. in the in the bedroom. I think
1: that's to be expected.
0: Yeah. But when but it's I, I feel like it's always it's always weird when someone else anthropomorphizes your genitals for you.
1: Yeah. Like, like they're taking the initiative and I'm yeah. not sure I'm comfortable with it. <laughs>
0: like, I've I've certainly read and seen and been told things like, oh my 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 dick wants this. Sure. But I feel like it would be weird if I was with a partner who's like, Your dick wants this. Like You'd be like,
1: How do you know what my dick wants? Don't tell, don't you don't you just, just,
0: just don't, the use Don't of, you talk about her? She knows just, just she knows the what word
1: she wants. Like, Isn't your pussy needy? Like <laughs> well,
0: Say any line with that voice and it doesn't <laughs> sound cool.
1: <good>. I know.
0: <laughs> but
1: that that voice is how I read it in my head and I was just just not remotely on board with it. But that, I mean, that, that's sort of my, my parting thought, is uh, that my pussy is not needy, and don't you ever think differently. <laughs>
0: uh, I have one line that I didn't go over in the work, uh, we're, and it's specifically where she's talking about consent. Okay. And I'm, I, should I do it in your in, in, the, in, the, in the, your mocking voice? Walker and Luke asked first. But, no, okay. So, <laughs> well, I can't even Walker,
1: understand what you're saying at that point.
0: <laughs> Walker and Luke had asked first, gained consent before they even kissed me. They were honorable, yet did an honorable man want to fuck my ass? That's a question for like, the ages. <laughs> It's, uh, again, she's,
1: she's Does like, an honorable woman want to be fucked in the ass, She's though? a product of her time. She's really coming to terms with My answer is yes life. to that, by yeah, the way. dude. Like, Butt stuff. If Embrace it, it. It's 2017. It's not, Even though it's not 2017 in this book. I mean, if
0: uh if both of you want it, I don't think it really plays a big part on your honor, TBH. No. Uh but yeah. That's all I had. Uh, I feel like we went through most of the really grown worthy lines yeah. while we were going. Yeah. There
1: were through. there were not a lot of really egregious lines in this. Uh, uh, there there were there were a there few. There were a few. I but, mean, there were, and they stood out those that that were there, but it wasn't it wasn't like a, a, alien whatever, where it was like line after line of like <laughs> no, I can't no believe though. this is supposed to How be sexy. No? Yeah, no, and also no
0: <laughs> follow up. No, uh, so yeah, that's that's a wanton woman. It was chill. It was I chill. It. I dug it. I dug it. I, I, I recommend I, it. I had no problems getting through this one at all. No, uh, it was
1: entertaining. It was a fun read. I liked it. So. Just a bit of an update, people. We
0: have our first patron. Yay! Hey, it's Dusty Doublewide. Yay! I don't know you by that name, but uh, I'm going to go with that because I like that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Dusty is our very first patron. She's our very first supporter, which means that she gets the honor of picking out next, next episode's book.
1: Yeah! Um,
0: we're still coordinating with her to find out what would be... Uh, her choice for that but once we know we'll of course post on the twitter and the facebook page uh if you would like to challenge uh dusty's supremacy um because right i wouldn't now,
1: recommend it she's real scary yeah
0: because right now she is she is queen of our patreon she she will control every episode that is user submitted uh, going forward until someone challenges her yeah. Um, which you know okay that's that's fine uh, but if anyone would like to uh, support what we do here uh, help us out with the expenses of creating this show because it is not free um please go to uh, patreon.com slash thesmutcast. There you can. Shoot us like $2 a month. Like, that'll get you a vote for what book we do on our user-submitted episodes each month, and it will uh, help us out a lot. So check that out. We're also available on Facebook under Smutcast. We're on Twitter under Austin Smutcast or at Austin Smutcast and we're on Gmail at Austinsmutcast at gmail.com. Uh, we would really love it if you guys could shoot us some uh, some feedback. So tell us what you think. Tell us what segments somewhat ill-designed uh, ill thought out segments have worked for you and what haven't what you'd like to see more of uh, if you like the sort of like extemporaneous summary style that we use in this episode. any Any feedback that you guys can give us?
1: Yeah, Literally. we were a little bit more fast and loose in this episode. Yeah, I, 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 I liked it. I liked it too. Um, I liked what we did. <laughs> did but, you? We'll but see. but
0: maybe the listener hated it, and we just lost half of our our listening base. Who can say? We won't know, guys, until you start sending us angry letters. Is my point? Yeah. Uh, Bring on the hate mail. Yeah, we're we're ready. We're Bring, on we're yes. Bring on the love mail. Yes, more email. of the love mail, but I'll also accept some hate mail. Like
1: I'll probably read it. I'm an only child. I like, feed
0: on attention. In
1: the in the needy pussy voice. <laughs> next time <laughs> we have an episode, that's
0: what it's called now. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's my whole spiel.
1: I'm, I have one one little bit of cross promotion here. Uh, the aforementioned Dusty Double Wide and myself are uh, playing a roller derby game in Austin, Texas uh in a few weeks on february 19th so if you're interested in that in addition to uh our smutty smutty smutness uh check out txrd.com
0: yay they're super awesome like they just do amazing stuff so i would highly second that that recommendation
1: that's all i've got
0: yeah, that's all. That's all I really have to. I don't. I don't do anything other than this. This podcast is my <laughs> whole life, so I have no other cross promotion. Uh, check out my uh, self-published erotic work that I'm working on. It'll Can't be wait re- to read it. It'll be released under a pseudonym, and I will not advertise it at all. But just buy everything on <laughs> Amazon, and eventually you'll find it.
1: Just imagine it being read in Trevor's yeah, voice. Uh,
0: Smutcast will appear on page 32. That's how you'll know it's me, guys. Will it really? I don't know maybe okay I just made that up I also I, want to
1: read this I can, I can make it and up. you have refused to share it with me so yeah I will find it I will read it
0: you will not okay well <laughs> once again uh, my name is Trevor my name's Rachel we love you guys we thank do. you so much for listening
1: thanks for sticking around <laughs> have uh, have uh, have an incestuous cowboy evening yes <laughs> bye keep on throbbing in the free world.